Welcome to my virtual therapy room. I am Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee, and this is Sex Spoken Here. Remember, this podcast deals with adult themes, so if you don't have privacy, you might wish to put on your headphones. This week, a politics trigger warning. In this episode, we talk about politics a lot. I had the privilege of interviewing Mama Vi Johnson when I was at Master Slave Conference in August 2018. Viola Johnson is a leather woman, vampire, and author who has been active in the leather BDSM scene for over three decades. A mentor and confidant to many in the fetish world, she has a special fondness for the boys of our community and those who choose to serve as slaves and submissives. Viola is the wife of Jill Carter, International Ms. Leather 1996. Viola had the distinction of winning the Lifetime Achievement Award from Pantheon of Leather and the National Leather Association, making her the only person to receive both awards in the same year. In August of 2007, she was honored with the first Lifetime Achievement Award given by Blackbeat. Viola is also the recipient of the Pantheon of Leather Woman of the Year Award, the Jack Stice Award, and the Slave Heart Award. In January 2012, Viola received within eight days the Master's Master Steve's Golden Paintbrush Award at Southwest Leather Conference in Arizona and the Leather Leadership Award at the Creating Change Conference in Baltimore, sponsored by the Gay and Lesbian Task Force. Viola is the author of two books, Vampire and To Love to Obey to Serve. Currently, she's working on her third book, a follow-up to To Love to Obey to Serve. Mama Vi and her wife, Jill Carter, started and host the Carter Johnson Leather Library. It has a physical home in Indiana and a variety of outposts, um, one of which will soon be London in the United Kingdom. Sections of the library are taken to many events so that the public can learn from the original source material about our leather and sexual history. The library contains original writings, uh, notes from authors, as well as the actual published material, magazines, books, audio, video, and artwork. This is part three and the final part of my interview. Part one can be found on last week's Sex Spoken Here episode. There's a vlog on YouTube and a podcast only wherever you get your podcasts. Part two's podcast can be found on the A to Z of sex, wherever you get your podcasts or on my websites, same as for... Um, finding sex spoken here. So we're left with this thing where we're at an event where people come to come home, where people come to learn, but where people have over the years learned to feel safe and they take that safety out into where they live because they've learned pride in who they are. And it's, it's almost as bad as la, 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 I'm not listening, you know? I mean, I get the sense a lot of people stick their fingers in their ears. It's, it's, I've said this over the years at various events. It's sort of like the kinds of things I teach, I don't teach the fun stuff, right? I teach the, the real intense relationship stuff. I teach risk assessment. You know, I teach what do you do when everything's totally screwed up? I teach how do you spot abuse and what do you do with it? I teach about people recovering from trauma and what you should use things for and what you shouldn't. Because to me, 
they're foundational. And then they, if you, if you do all the foundational stuff, then you're in a position to make much better choices and you can have lots of fun. Yeah, yeah. Right. But people don't like to come to those classes for dark odyssey. Um, the one in February. Okay. And in Washington, Gabe, I'll look up the name <laughs> for dark odyssey. I, donated to the silent auction some of my time so somebody could bid on and win some of my time as, as a therapist i'm expensive right because i've been doing this a long time and i'm good at what i do not a single bid right people bid for that pretty corset or that whip over there or that nobody bids for that sort of thing i mean somebody could have gotten my time for like 25 bucks <laughs> like I think it was three hours of my time okay you know and that highlights to me and it's not because they don't respect me they like me and they respect me but people don't think about therapy as being something that is, is something you should do or coaching as being something that's something you should do look after yourself these are not the, the fun things so when you gave the keynote the other night and you just said it like it is that we have to stand up and be counted, that we have to be seen, that we have to do what is necessary and speak out to protect our yes. communities and our lives and our history. Because if we don't do that, we won't have a future. So people were really excited about that. It was a, it was a really good reaction that you had to that. I was a little too afraid to notice. No, it was, I was. But I'm, I'm wondering, and I'll be looking to see whether people follow through. I look at the triumphs in, in tiny ways. I want to see someone grab that transgender boy and go, come on, I'll take you into the restroom. Yeah. That's a triumph. Yeah. I want to see someone walking down the street and looking at that gay youth and going, here's a blessing bag, and in it is the address of the local youth center. Yep. You need a shower and a meal, and they can help you here. It's easy to give a dime to a beggar. Well, inflation, it's a dollar. It is far more difficult to take the steps that will help them get their life together. Which is what we need i want to see people recognize the evil we're faced with and not do hear no evil see no evil speak no evil how about Nehemiah? Hmm. which is actually far more accurate because we're watching them come that's right i i'm not an immigrant right i so don't need they, to they're not up. coming for me gone. Yeah. i'm not muslim gone I'm not this, that, or the other, gone. Nima was the one who said, when they came for me, there was no one left to speak. Yeah. Which we need to remember now and start speaking. That was the reason for the speech, and I, 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 I tried to write it, Joel. I really did. You know. I know, but I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you just spoke it from your heart because the power that that carried makes me hopeful that people will actually take it on and speak and continue to speak and stand and talk to the young people 
and educate even when they're told they're not allowed to. They can stop. They can shut bits down. But to shut more and more and more people down is much more difficult. Yes. So the more of us that are actually speaking our truth, the harder it is to erase us. And so I, I yell, I scream, I cry. Um, <laughs> I have a jacket that I wear in, in the fall that has the right to bear arms on the back. Uh, now, first of all, you know, everybody expects that from the local uh, bubba. <laughs> they don't expect the Afro. But right on my shoulder is a no 45 sign that I had to patch I had made that looks like three quarters of a swastika with the no sign through it. And on the other one, it says M-A-H-A. And people will go, what the, and the H is big. And I go, oh no, make America hate again. And no one knows what to do. Excuse me, you want to push the right to bear arms, then you better be prepared when I'm armed. And I'm not just armed with a gun. I'm armed with thought. I am armed with very carefully written words. And I've got a God-blasted loud mouth. You want to grant the right to bear arms? That goes both ways. And actually, that has far more power than the gun. More years ago now than I can remember, I had a little fight with a whole bunch of people in Texas about Texas House Bill Number 6 uh, and the fact that it was the right to nullify any agreement between legal strangers. And most people don't think about the repercussions of that because if you're not married, you're illegal or biological blood direct you're a legal line, stranger. You're a legal stranger. Um, and when uh, the reporters were asking me about it, I told them why I disagreed with it. And he said, so what are you gonna do? And I, the last line of the speech, and I told the reporter, I'm a bitch with a ballot and I plan to use it. <laughs> and I think I horrified the little boy. Because, you know, he turned red and backed up about a foot. And I said, I'm going to tell everybody else to do the same thing. So, so important. Well, I think some people will be described, be described, be surprised at where this conversation went. But this has been so wonderful. Thank you so much for talking with me. Sure. My pleasure. It's so nice to be able to talk to someone who isn't going, Mom, you're overreacting. No, you're not overreacting. I wish I could say you were, you know, but um, and, and perhaps part of it is because I have a different vantage point because I'm sitting over there. Um, and I remember uh, when Brexit happened and I was, there are lots of things I don't like about Europe and I, I'm honest in saying that, but I knew that the worst thing we could do would be to secede, right? And I looked at it as like a secession, right? We're going to secede from the union. I think this is not a good idea. And I went out and I voted because, yeah. And I was talking with people and I noticed that a lot of educated people that I knew were not voting because there's no way we're going to pull out. Of, well, there's no way that we're going to leave the European Union. Can't be bothered to vote and whatever, whatever. And, you know, there was the lovely um, 
bigoted party going around and talking immigration, immigration, immigration. Of course, the immigration that they were talking about that people were up in arms and upset about was outside of Europe, but they didn't realize that. Don't be technical. Right, so it doesn't come in through Europe. Don't be technical. So a lot of people got a lot of bullshit information and they got frightened and scared and worried. And we woke up in the morning and lo and behold, we were leaving the European Union. Which is a devastating thing. We still don't have an agreement. And some of the things that could happen, we could find ourselves not able to fly out of the country or into the country because nobody knows what's going to happen with airspace. To somebody who travels by plane every couple of months, that's petrifying. So there was all of that. I remember talking to my American friends afterwards in the shock of this. And this was in the buildup to, to the Trump presidency and the elections. And I, people kept saying, oh yeah, but no, this couldn't happen. And this didn't, and I kept saying, listen to me. We just did this because good people did not stand up and speak. They didn't go and vote. But Jewel, Europe is in a different situation. Here we voted for the right candidate and she lost anyway. Well, that and that has to also in part do with our with the system of government here. Because no matter what you say, the people do not elect the president. But one of the questions that has come up is when they prove, not if they prove, how Pennsylvania, Ohio, and can't remember the third state because I was watching the election and it was blue, 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 and it suddenly flipped and they all flipped at the same time. Wow. When they prove that the election was fixed, then what? Indeed. So watching from across the pond, I, I, I wish I didn't have to back you up. You're not overreacting. It's petrifying. And lawyers that I know, because two of my cousins are lawyers, and one of them is a constitutional lawyer, they don't know if they're having a jerk-off fest or if they're about to lose their minds because there are no precedents for this at all. There is nothing that they can even grab an erg of to write law about. Because our, our founding fathers wrote this document that we are founded on, on their fortune, I will pledge my life, my fortune, and my sacred honor. And the fact that someone had no sacred honor never crossed into their consciousness. Yeah, wow. So the only thing they were worried about literally was the unwashed masses. The man who would vote in exchange for a drink. Yes. Not the educated man. So we selected our president, who is not the president in office. And now, when it gets proven that the election was, that the results were changed, what happens? Do you get rid of the president? Do you get rid of the vice president? Do you get rid of everybody that got elected? What do you do? And that's just now. The greater issue is actually in the fact that no election from this point on will be trusted, which means that the very foundation 
of what this country is created on has been thrown out the window. We are based on three things, the right to speak, the right of the press to bring us information, and the right of the electoral system to work, whether we agree with it or not. If the system has been corrupted so that it can never again be trusted, you have effectively destroyed democracy. And you did it in a year. 200 and some odd years to get here, one year to throw it all down the toilet. Because I'll never trust it again unless it's a local election. Right, where you can, yeah, where you can, where you can check, do checks and double checks. Yeah. Which brings us back to where we started with digitalization as well. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that, um, is it, no, it's not Florida, I think it's Maryland that wants to go back to a paper backup so that their election can never again be fixed, so that they can check the digital against the paper, and if it's off by more than point. Four percent, point five percent. They check every ballot by hand. We do, um, we do paper still, paper and pencils. We punch out little little dots now, which, now, which a couple of years ago was a problem. Just like yeah, the chads, the, the right? infamous hanging chads, yeah, the hanging Florida, chads, but, yeah. Florida, But we we also had some problems, but because you couldn't tell, we don't vote for individuals either. We vote for parties, uh, which is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different set of stuff. Um, but yeah, that's interesting to me because, because the digitalization and then we're back into what we can change and how easily we can change things when we don't have the original source material. I don't care what the original source material is, but it's original source material. Hence the, the democracy as we know it, as of now, is gone. Now what will come out of it it's not my world, Jewel. It is the world of the generations that come after me. I'm heading for 70. The repercussions of this, the true repercussions, won't be felt for 10 to 15 years. And by then, I'll be either, you know, babbling and saying, give me pudding, or I'll be an ancestor who will be looking at this. But the democracy that founded this country no longer exists. And that is, and it doesn't come out of my mouth casually. No, no. It has radically changed. I will not live to be able to say if what comes is better or worse. But the democracy that our founding fathers created isn't here anymore. Which is an incredibly sad note to end on. But we don't do happy, we don't do artificial, we do truth. We do facts. And we encourage people to think for themselves. From your lips to God's ears. I say it a lot and I'll keep saying it. And on top of that, I'll keep teaching it. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me for Sex Spoken here with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee this week. Do write to me with suggestions for the show or questions that you would like answered on the show at drbisbee at the-intimacy-coach.com. That's D-R-B-I-S-B-E-Y at the-intimacy-coach.com. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram where I'm at Dr. Bisbee. And on Facebook, I'm Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. 
check out my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Lori Bisbee. For a free 30-minute strategy session with me, go to https colon forward slash forward slash the-intimacy-coach.com and click on the button that says click here on the contact page. Please leave a review on iTunes and or Stitcher if you enjoy the show, and I really look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for listening.